Hello, everyone, and welcome to possibly episode number one of So What's the Question? I'm your host, Baxter E. Hall. To my right, we have Kiana Starks. Hey. Hey. Um, we are really trying to uh, go beyond the hot take uh, era and really dive into some things and look at them from from a different point of view and really try to get to the bottom of it. And the the reason for the name is, you know, what's the question? What are we missing here as we look at whatever we, you know, we choose to cover? So uh, we had started before we, uh, was before we started recording, we started talking about um, the XXX Tentacion and the mental health piece of it and how he identified himself, you know, as far as the depression and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on, I know, I mean, I had a little bit more exposure to him just as far as hearing his name, but not never hearing his music. You hadn't even heard his name, right? Yeah, no, I didn't know about this guy until, actually, when I think about it, I didn't know about him really until today, but I saw somebody post something about him on Facebook yesterday, and I was like, okay, whatever. I have no idea what they're talking about. So, um, yeah, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast today and um, heard about his death, and it just got me to thinking about mental health in general and how right now it it's popular, <laughs> like, to talk about mental health. So just, like, of course, it got me to think about how did it become popular because it used to be so taboo. Like, people didn't want to admit that they had mental health issues, even though everybody has always had mental health issues, and um, nobody really wanted to talk about that. Um, however, it's always been around, but I think people now – like the world is just so messed up like there's so much trauma like everybody is exposed to trauma like everybody is walking around with PTSD so Mm -hmm. um and then everyone has a platform as well now because of the internet so I feel like kids who maybe may not have had an outlet before now have one to talk about these types of things and are more open to it yeah I think part of it is it just comes through whether they're identifying as having mental health issues just a lot of the crazy stuff people are saying whether you know their social media platforms I Mm -hmm. think it's apparent I mean that's part of it it's Mm -hmm. just it's apparent that there are yeah you know um, a lot of mental health issues and and a lot of just uh, ignorance as far as just not understanding, like not going on to Twitter to ask questions and become enlightened, but just let me just say what I'm thinking right now, mm-hmm. and possibly you know, it'll you know, it'll get some likes and and people you know, mm-hmm. and, and and I, um, it's a little piece of attention that maybe I didn't you know mm-hmm. ha- have before, so. I think that um, also, though, with that, I mean, people going on social media and saying crazy s- stuff, um, it is 
people are seeing it um and you can't ignore it like i feel like in the past it may have been um you know people would just be like oh he's just crazy oh that's my cousin that's just how he is like you know it wasn't like anything that everybody could see and be like no like that person needs some help like you need to enough people identifying with those people right now so you say something on twitter and you get all these people that agree with you you're not alone Mm -hmm. and so that empowers you to continue to you know maybe say whatever you you were saying Mm -hmm. or before you maybe were dismissed oh yeah that's you know that's cousin you know so and so he don't pay him no attention right now it's like no there's a lot of people out there you know dealing with these same issues and um these things start to catch on and and kind of it's like a they become like a they're entire they, they become a their own sort of animal but how like i guess my my real question is i mean so so what's the question yeah <laughs> my question i think is how how did people change i guess because i feel like even like if you like older people they still probably would not be open to having these types of discussions and don't understand why people are having them so publicly um but like some i feel like people have changed like it's not because i feel like there's still some level of embarrassment or like not wanting to be perceived a certain way based on how you feel or how you act um but what makes it okay to be open now versus in other times i don't know if i'm expressing that well i think it's just more people have a platform now Mm -hmm. i just i think there's more people in the world more people have phones more people have access to social media and I think that um, a lot of people's insecurities, whatever they're dealing with, you 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 hear it, you see it right away. Now, so it's hard to put that toothpaste back in the tube, but you can't. It's out there, and once it's out there, and if it's something that attracts attention and people identify with, it's it's gonna it's gonna create, you know. Uh, develop some momentum and I think that's what we're seeing I think it starts with you know maybe a lot of times our entertainers and the rumors and the the different things you know Mariah Carey just came out I don't know a couple months ago saying that she was diagnosed recently with bipolar disorder Mm. did you hear that no but I'm not surprised right so (laughs) right so and it's a lot of those things Uh where you you maybe you didn't know her right like, I, mean, I didn't know her personally, personally but but i mean it didn't seem too far-fetched right, right? Mm-hmm. um i think people are just more open in general i think there's a there's more acceptance um of all sorts of stuff differences I mean, just yeah in general. yeah just whether it's athletes and entertainers you know coming out the closet, right, um, 
like, yeah, we knew you were gay. Anyway, we had an inkling. You know, we didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. thanks for telling us. You know, and then that empowers the next person. I mean, how long has it been since um, Ellen came out? Like, that was a that was still, like, a big thing. It was a big thing, and it wasn't, like, I mean, I feel like it was, you know, pretty decently accepted, but it wasn't, people, like, I feel like it wasn't acknowledged, like, really by, pe- like, people, um, how can I say this? I feel like people knew she was gay, but nobody, it wasn't, I don't know how to express what I'm trying to say. Like, because it's always been a part of her. Like, she's never hidden it. I'm right. not saying that she hid it, but I'm saying people didn't really, not that they didn't accept it, but they didn't, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like you talk about Chris Rock a lot, but you know how like white people like Chris Rock, right. even though he's black. Yeah. Like, it, but it, that the back thing. I mean, the thing is, the even though he's black part is like we like Ellen, even though she's gay. But yeah. it wasn't like we like Ellen and she is gay. I feel like you. You do you think that's still the case? No. No. I and I. I mean, I'm not the subject matter expert on Ellen but I felt like I feel like when that came out when she came out I feel like the rumor started first if I'm not mistaken this was like years ago and then she just she kind of came out I don't think she was firmly entrenched in like part of our lives now at that point I felt like it could have went either way at that point and I mean people really ran with it and got behind her I think she really took off I think she was on her way anyway and I think just that part of it it was like one of those worst kept secret types of things I Mm -hmm. think once she really kind of officially came out I feel like it you know propelled her career or really established her you know or it definitely didn't hinder her oh I this is what I think it is I think she was a token like, that's how I feel about how Ellen was. Like, she was like, okay, we got a gay person that's popular, that people like. And, you know, so we're, we're we, this is our gay friend. Yeah. Like, people have black friends. Yeah. I, I think that, um, whatever. Like, I, Ellen is. But she's, like. Ellen is Ellen. Yeah, she is. <laughs> like, you know, like, Ellen, you know. People say certain, um, like Michael Jordan, was Michael Jordan then, he was black, you know, that type of thing. Ellen is Ellen. And then she's white, and then she's gay. Like, Ellen is just, she's just, yeah, she, she's dope. And, and, um, and <laughs> you wish that only the great people, like the dope people like Ellen could represent whatever culture yeah Yeah. and (laughs) you know sometimes you get ellen sometimes you get kanye yeah (laughs) (laughs) right sometimes you get rosie o'donnell you know i mean or rosie and burr yeah (laughs) so you you know you don't always get that lucky you know Mm -hmm. um but the uh But, you know, like, I mean, just thinking about Ellen, I mean, thinking about, you know, we're talking about how things become, um, like, how we get to a point where we can 
act like we accept things. Um, but I lost my train of thought completely. So, so there's this, um, so the back to the, the XXX mm-hmm. piece, he has been, you know, accused of some pretty heinous type to act, acts, um, and so there was this weird divide on Twitter when um, it was, you know, announced or, you know, when the rumors started that he had, had been shot. It was like, hey, you know, he had it coming. It's like karma. And then it was like, hey, this kid's only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, who would have, who, who knows where he would have, if he would have been able to turn his life around. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how popular he was and uh, how many people he really inspired that were dealing with this, uh, like, depression. And um, he kind of became a spokesperson for a lot of, of the younger younger folks that knew about him that, that were dealing with these issues. And, um, and then there was just this cold callous like these cold callous takes like see this is what happens or he deserved it and I didn't understand that and and you just wonder how literally at the same time this is happening there's uh you know video of the you know these uh folks being pulled from their, you know, these children being pulled from their parents, you know, at the border, right? Mm-hmm. And you see this this outrage of, of people because typically when people see things, they kind of soften. Mm-hmm. Typically, when you can say you can talk talk t- talk tough, and then when you see something, you're like, oh, and you go, you know what, you know, you could be like. Yeah, build a wall, blah, blah, blah. But then when you see how they're handling it, your heart typically goes on and goes, okay, we should probably do something about this. That wasn't the case for XXX. It was like they show video of the kid. People started videoing him. Right. Dead. Dead in his car. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there was still this, like, Coldness that just—it's—it's it's just another like thing that I—I've been like disappointed with as far as just our, our people, like people in general, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Let me just say that first. But playing devil's advocate, um, these kids have—you know—they don't—we don't know them. We don't know their history. We don't know—you know—they're kids, so we assume that they have not done anything, you know heinous or bad to anybody whereas this guy you know he has this public record of being a not so great person so I mean I feel like that's where that's coming from however I don't think that when somebody dies that's the appropriate response yeah yeah Yeah. um Button said something um he talked about 
having a at one point having a gun put to his head and a gun jamming. Mm-hmm. And um and I don't know at what stage this was if it was before his first album or, or, or not, but they were trying to blackball him, you know, um, Def Jam and just the record, record uh, you know, record industry in general after his first album. Let's say, hypothetically, this is after his first album. He's not making the music that he wants to make. There's change in management at Def Jam. He's unhappy. They start talking about how he's bipolar, which really happened. That he, you know, was on meds. What if he dies? What if, what if hypothetically, the gun that was aimed at his head was after they had slandered him, and then he dies, he's murdered, and we don't hear all his great work after that. Right. I mean, I, I um saw something yesterday too, and I didn't really. I was like, oh, okay, when I saw it, but I realized that it was in, it was in um, relation to what happened to this kid. Um, it was about Malcolm X. It was like, um, if Malcolm X had been killed when he was twenty, you know, he would have been a drug dealer right. and Malcolm uh, Little. Yeah, Malcolm Little. He wasn't Malcolm X. He would have been, you know, Denzel Washington before <laughs> he got rid of the perm. Right, he would have been yeah. uh, Detroit Red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was doing some dumb stuff at 22. Um, you know, nothing heinous like this, but still, I yeah. wouldn't have wanted my story written at right. that point. You're not the same. You're still becoming who you yeah. are going to be. And that's 20. not to justify what, you know, or write it off as, oh, just, you know, he, you know, he was just young, but at the same time, there are a lot of people that turn them, turn things around, and um, you know, mo- many of us, thank God, aren't the same people we were at twenty that we are at twenty-five, let alone thirty-five, right? Um, but let's let's move on. Okay. Let's move on from this. Um, it was a interesting week last week mm-hmm. you you were here um and we were getting ready for this Nas um <laughs> listening session that he was late for yeah and um he was very late for it yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. and you know that's hip-hop right <sighs> but then he didn't put out his album right yeah and the album to Another like twelve hours almost. Yeah. No. Well, it would it should it would have it should have come out at midnight, technically, right? Uh-huh. And then when it it, it didn't come out until, um, when did it come out? It came out on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it came out on Saturday. I thought it was supposed to come out on Friday, right? Friday night or yeah, yeah Friday morning. Yeah, like Friday right, at midnight. Yeah, Friday, yeah. 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 So it took like a whole twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was cool because he went back to New York and he did it in Queens, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sure they're gonna have some sort of documentary around it. Um, but then it was. Then I saw like Kim Kardashian there. 
And well, I mean, Kanye did produce the album. It was like Kim Kardashian, Lala. That's her friend. I know, looking like a million bucks. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'm never gonna be upset when Lala I. Lala Anthony is like pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, I know not that we're not talking about this, but like, I think she's like. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. She, looking gorgeous. Both of them were looking gorgeous. And mm-hmm. it was like this random dude who I had never seen. Like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I didn't see who, it. So. Who was um. One of Kim K's friends, and he was just, it was this white dude with like kind of long hair. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Who is he? <laughs> Jonathan. I don't. I just know him by Jonathan. Is he on the show or something? Yeah. I mean, he, he's their friend on the show. I haven't watched the show in a long time, but he's always been on there. Okay, well, he had on two diamond necklaces. Where were they at? Queensbridge. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's probably different now, but go ahead. No, I mean, they, they were secure. Gentrification. Anybody that was close enough to Kim was probably fake. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't like he was just hanging out by oh himself, yeah, but... Right. I just, I was looking at the, um, they live streamed it. I felt, I went to sleep. I saw it on Friday morning when I woke up getting ready for uh, for work. But it was like one of those things where it, it was cool that Nas had came back to New York. He, you know, was like this cool thought, right? You could see the, like the bridge. And it was just like this nice backdrop to like this new album. And like he pulled up, him and Kanye pulled up in like a, like one of those like army like Hummers. Mm-hmm. And um, so that felt like very like uh, organic and good. But then everything else felt very manufactured, right? Mm-hmm. All the press that, that was there, uh, the fact that like Kim Kardashian is there. And these like celebrities in a way, it was like uh, making making your greens, but like making them out of a can, like still cooking them the same way, but like they not completely real. Like they it, there's there's still something that just a little off by the whole thing mm-hmm. like i think that's the case with like most things in hip-hop for me right for me now like even um can we talk about other podcasts on here well we talked about joe budden yeah. like a lot already so um, <laughs> um like the dissect the podcast mm-hmm. like i think it's great i think it's phenomenal but like just to be hearing this white dude you know dissecting this music and talking about I mean outside of the musical part but like what it means and culturally you know Mm -hmm. what it means it's just all a little weird to me and there's another one another podcast it may be called Watch the Throne I think that's what it's called oh I think I listened to like half of an episode and I was like I cannot do this Hmm. like I I just I couldn't why because I couldn't it didn't seem real like it didn't seem it seemed like these two um, it was about the episode I tried to listen to was about was after um, Kanye said slavery was a choice. Okay. And so listening to these two white dudes talk about how at first they were mad, but then 
um, they, after Kanye explained himself or whatever, they were like, but you know, really, he's talking about um, mental slavery. And I'm like, I just, I cannot, I will not do this. Well, like, <laughs> you don't want to hear it from anyone. You definitely don't want to hear it from two white dudes, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to hear anyone making an excuse right. for, you know, and we are, we do it with, for people that we what we care about. Right. You know, we, we make I mean, excuses. And right. We, I mean, even I, you know, can, can intellectually understand what Kanye was trying to say. And I could, you know, express that to somebody. Do you, but, do you feel like he was trying to make a point, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like because he, he didn't properly articulate himself that he didn't ha- that his point that he was trying to make is invalid? Like, do you think that takes away from the point he's trying to make? I don't think that the point that he was trying to make is invalid. I, I don't think that at all. I think that um, because we live in this, um, like, the environment that we live in now with technology and 24-hour news cycles and sound bites, um, it dilutes his message. Um, and I feel like a lot of people heard, you know, it's funny because I was talking about this at lunch today with some other people. It was a um, mixed group of people. Um, but <laughs> the first thing I heard was Kanye said slavery was a choice. Right. That's and the I was first like, time, right, yeah. first thing you hear every time yeah. is brought up. Exactly. And I was like, what? And like, <laughs> What? And so, like, but that's all some people are going to hear. Mm-hmm. That's all they're going to hear. They're not going to go back and listen. So I just feel that Kanye, I don't think he has the luxury of not articulating himself properly. I mean, Kanye does because he's Kanye, but it's running out. Like, his platform is too, I don't think he, his platform is too big and he influences too many people that don't have a good understand, like, like that can't understand um, the struggles of like somebody who comes from who's black. Period. You yeah. know, like so. But if he's not articulate, he needs to think about what he's saying. And I'm just playing devil's advocate. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question because I'm not sure of the answer. <coughs> if he has a thought, when you when I talked about them greens, when, man, don't give me no glory greens, man. Don't give me no canned greens. <laughs> okay. Like, you could throw the smoked turkey in there and do, like, but it, it ain't, it still ain't it. It's not, it's not it, right? When I said, when I compared Nas's listening party to Ken Green, <laughs> you looked at me crazy. Maybe you still don't understand the correlation. Uh, no, I get what you're saying. But But what if I didn't, what if I was trying to make that point, but I couldn't bridge my thought 
to that point. Like, wh- but I still have a thought that I want to share. Like, what do we right. do with those people? <laughs> like, um, you know what you I'm know saying? What I think on the dissect podcast, um, I mean, like his analysis is most of the time spot on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like I re- I enjoy that podcast, but um, I think on one of the first episodes. He was saying um, Kanye is, um, what did he say? He was saying, um, I can't remember. Something about, what was the question you asked again? Just being like, what if the thought is there, but I like, Take like articulating it. That's where the difficulty is. Hmm. Like, what do we do with with like, with those people that can't necessarily articulate themselves well? Right. Um. I don't know. I think that um. Because maybe it was something that people needed to hear. He just. He just, he fumbled the ball. No, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to put my thoughts together on this. Because I don't think, that I think that people should be, I mean, but this is, prop, this is because it's coming from my own perspective. Like, I try to be very, um, I try to be very, um, intentional with my words. Right. Like I try to say, you know, exactly what I'm trying to say. Do you want to see another, do you want to see another slave movie? Do you want to see Hollywood create another slave movie? Or have you seen enough slave movies? I don't see movies, so I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave or Nat Turner or I don't see movies, so. Okay. (laughs) Um... Do you think that there are other stories out there about black people? Other than slavery? Other than, like, slaves. Okay, so here's my thing. Like, for me, I, yes, I do think that we should continue to show slave movies. If that's, I mean, if I'm getting to the heart of your question. I think that um, we should not forget or ignore history um, because fucking Trump is Hitler. Um, but I mean I get the point that there are other things that we can talk about yeah Yeah, you know we're not always allowed to be balanced or to have you know to have um, more than one dimension to to us Mm -hmm. right and it's it's just it's unfair yeah you're right The, the history needs to be uh continue to be you know shared so the people who understand um funny I, I was on twitter today and there was like a picture of um it was like a picture from nazi germany mm-hmm. like some concentration camps mm-hmm. and a girl i went to school with did you ever take that the uh holocaust, holocaust class? class yeah and she was like, she had commented on the picture, and she said, "Oh, I remember like reading about or learning about this during um, Holocaust class in high school." 
Do what is do you, do you took the class? Mm-hmm. What's the teacher's name? Miss. Um, she used to tutor at the Starbucks that I go to. Like I saw her recently, and I could not remember her name. I liked her a lot too. Yeah. But I felt bad because I couldn't remember her name. Oh dang! Now the only person I could think of now is Miss Pennock, Pennock for some reason. I know, yeah, and but that's not her. No, not her, Miss Pennock. Um, yeah, I saw her recently, well, like a year ago too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, Miss Pennock, she was one of the first. Like, do you remember her story? Like her sharing her story with she you? She never shared her, shared her story with me. The only thing I remember her saying is. The best birth control is a pill, like a Tylenol. And what you do with it is put it between your knees and you keep it there. <laughs> okay. We didn't have her and I didn't have that talk. Um, she, remember how, like, much of a busybody she was? Like, remember how, like, fast she walked through the halls mm-hmm. and all that stuff? She um, told us a story. I told, it wasn't like she just told me. She told the class. She used to be homeless. Mm. She was homeless for... significant amount of time I mean I don't know what it, I mean shit if I was homeless I mean homeless for yeah. like two oh, days yeah like, I'd be <laughs> like this is terrible yeah. but she talked about never want to waste time and that's why she always moves so quickly because mm. yeah like I, I always thought about that but the point is the holocaust class that we took was awesome mm-hmm. and as soon as I saw that comment to that I was like dang that was a good class and then I thought they don't teach black history like that they don't teach the holocaust like that the reason that it got taught in our school was because of this teacher we couldn't remember the <laughs> name we can't remember the name of. like but she that was a passion for her but, but i like, mean it had still had to be approved yeah but but the thing about it is um i mean like it had to be approved in our school but um they're not teaching that you know in general i was talking to people about it today actually which mm. is funny and they were like, oh, like, you, you had a Holocaust class? Oh, my God. Like, you know. No, ours, you're right. You're right. It was yeah. not like it was a, it's something that was taught yeah. throughout the state or throughout the country. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. really went into depth about mm-hmm. about it. Um, but your, to your point, they don't teach about, like, these, you know, historical things. I was in a bookstore the other day because Kennedy, she said she wanted to learn about her ancestors. Mm. So I'm looking for um, like black history books in the children's section. There are none. But there was this one book about how America was found, and it was just making me so mad. I couldn't even pay attention to what Kennedy was saying. Like it was pictures of like these Native Americans, um, and it was like they weren't nice. And like things like that. Like it was like really terrible. Like I was like, what? Yeah. Like this is not even accurate. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. How you gonna discover some the people already <laughs> that people <laughs> already there? I mean that that whole thing is 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 yeah. Um. So. So back to the the Nas listening party, right? <laughs> so the so the album dropped, and um. I like it. It's 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 different. It's short. It was um it felt 
it felt it didn't feel um it wasn't robust you none know? of these are i think um i mean i know we're talking about Nas right now but um overall the kanye series i am um not as impressed as i wanted to be but i still a couple things i feel like pusha t's album was really good mm-hmm. like it felt like it felt like a whole album even though it was only seven mm-hmm. songs um and still the production was is really good to me like kanye is really good at, a, mm-hmm. at producing um but like i think that's the problem like they don't feel like all the way done the album what well, these like one verse songs. songs, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm from you know. I mean, I grew up listening. To, you know, Nas would rap thirty two <laughs> bars before a hook, uh-huh. and you just figure. You know, you just figure it out. You know, and now it's like everybody. This is how bad it's gotten as far as the, the attention span. It's like people don't even want to hear. You could drop an album with fifteen songs on it, and people would be asking you when your your next album's coming out, like the day of your mm-hmm. album release. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, well we'll give you these small sure. chunks because that's all you guys really are good for anyway. But but um. I, not not this episode, but I'd I'd like to go through some of the lines. I know you want to talk about the uh, Beyonce and Jay Z album, but I want to just there's some lines. I just want to go through some lines um, from the Nas album that just kind of stood out to me. I, I think a lot of times the the words can be simple, but the concept behind it can be really heavy. And um, there were a, a few, there are always a bunch, but there were a few in particular I would just like to just, you know, mm-hmm. walk through. And, the, you know, same with Jay, though. I, there, there were some things that he said that were more, a little more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Jay Z is amazing. I'm sorry, like, he is. He's amazing. Why? He just is. Like, I've never, um, every time I listen to a Jay-Z album, going all the way back to Reasonable Doubt, like, I can listen to it 200 times and I still hear something a different way when I listen to the, the song. I just think he's really good. And I think, like, how he's been able to evolve as a person and as a rap, like as a person through his music. That's like, I don't know. It's crazy. He's like him and Madonna. Amazing. Wow. Um, he, he is, a, he is, I mean, he's a, he's a goat. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, he's number two. <laughs> in my book, I, know. I mean, but that—I mean, number two is not a bad spot to be. In. No, I can't. Like, I, 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 I know that like he's number two in your book, but I, he's got to be number one for me. 
can we not do this? We today? don't have to do it today. But we talked last week about you thinking that um, singers. You interpreted it. Okay, let's not go there. But basically, do you think that if Nas, do you think that Nas has the talent? I think they just have, I think they're just going about their art two different ways. And and there's there's nothing wrong with, with either. No, I don't think that they're necessarily going about their art two different ways. I think they have different styles. I think they have, I think Nas's voice has a lot to do with it. Like Jay-Z, his voice, I think he's able to do more with it. I, I don't know if it's because of just the tone of his voice in general. Does he sound like LL Cool J? Maybe, I don't know. I, but like, I think, but I think their growth as people is still, you know, like it's, you can still tell, they're not the same person that they were when they right, set, started. Um, and they don't try to do that or, you know, be that, which is, you know why they have such longevity but i just think that jay-z has a better pulse on what is relevant to people outside of himself see i i i I think jay-z wants to tap into what's relevant and i don't think nas cares i don't think nas cares about that part of the art. I don't agree with that either because he talks about things that are relevant. I mean, he talks about things. And when I say what's relevant, I'm not talking about like the subject matter. They both talk about things that are relevant. I'm talking about, maybe this is why you say he doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't care about, I'm talking about how Jay-Z, the sound of it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. That's what, yeah. He He's not, you know, um, he ain't making the vitamins chewable just for you. To, to you know, like, you know, it's it's a more potent um, sort of dose each time, and it's not it's not for everyone. But I don't feel like Jay Z's is because I feel like you're saying it's dumbed down. I don't feel like Jay's is dumbed down. I feel like it sounds like people want what people want to hear. I don't feel like he dumb like that was something that I didn't get a while ago when people would say that he dumbed down his music because it's not well, like... Well, he said it. I, I understand that he said it. So don't say... How are you going to say you don't agree with what the man said? Because I don't have to agree with him. <laughs> he said, I dumbed down my lyrics to double my dollars. Right, but I don't have to it's agree nice with him. Nice alliteration there. Yeah, see, that's exactly why I don't feel like it's dumbed down. I feel like... Because for me, like I said, every time I go back... I'm interpreting things a different way. No, I, I get it. But so th- here's J- Jay's Jay's genius is in a couple of different ways. For, uh, first of all, you know, just incredibly gifted rapper, right? Just incredible with words, incredible with different sort of flows and cadence, cadences. Um, but has has been very intentional about giving you something that you could package and and, and give the masses, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But he's just so gifted. You 
he makes it seem easier than it is. When I say J is a chewable vitamin, there's some people who just give you straight up candy. They don't have anything in it. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a ton of stuff to unpack and a lot of Jay Z songs mm-hmm. and albums. Mm-hmm. But he still, what Nas doesn't do that Jay does is Jay will get you at the at two different levels, right? He'll give you he'll give like the regular average listener a line, a, a um, right, a punchline that is like, oh, that's funny, oh, that's really cool. But in, in but but between that, he's gonna give that like that writer or that like that other person like the the way we listen to music. He's gonna give you some other stuff that the uh, that the one person may not catch, but that right. we okay. I would say, but even the punchlines are there's some type of meaning or double entendre behind it. I mean, he's not doing that every time. Let's not. I mean, not every time. But, but, but he's hitting you from two different levels. He's, yeah. he's hitting two different frequencies. Mm-hmm. Where Nas is typically hitting one frequency. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's been intentional. You know, I think it's been intentional from both of their parts. I think Jay has been very um, intentional as far as I want the most people to have my stuff, you know. And I mean, even Nas just talked about, you know, you want me to sound like everything on the top 40. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not me, you know. Mm-hmm. I That, you know, if that's what you want, I'm not for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that too. I get that too, and I can appreciate that. So I, I do appreciate that, but for me, like that's, but. But to me, that is one of the reasons why I have to put Jay ahead of Nas because he can, he can, it's like, it's the sophisticated thing. Like, he can satisfy all of that, like, for me. Like, he can say something that's going to make me think and, you know, care about something more, um, while at the same time, I can dance to it if I feel like it. Like No, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, when I... Yeah, there's certain things I'm going to listen to bef- like if I'm going to go hang out. It's probably not going to be a lot of Nas. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's it's not so it's, it's a different type of music, but you know, but when I'm in my head and I'm thinking about serious shit like I want to hear not, you know, and sometimes I want to hear Jay too. Like mm-hmm. like you said, he'll hit you at those different levels, but um yeah, but you're not. I mean, like, there's I'm no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. There's no wrong answer. It's just there's is a different difference in styles. I mean, even um, even the uh, his his record label that he has is it's more boutique, right? He just got his um, distribution deal mm-hmm. through Universal, which is super dope, and mm-hmm. you know even the artists that they've signed over there have been like artists artists mm-hmm. like I've heard these kids and although I'm not like huge fans of of any of them I know why they were signed like they write right and they are n- not chasing the sound they are just really good writers and rappers and 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 it's funny because you know Jay has this big you know 
deal. You know, he's freaking an agent and a record company. Now he's a creative designer. He's he's coming after Kanye. Does he hate Kanye? I I don't think he has enough time to to you know to hate Kanye. I don't think he has enough. I think if he could clip Kanye on the way, he will. But I don't think he's gonna go out of his way to like hit him. But if like he happened to be taking his trash out while Jay's driving down the street, he may you know clip him or like you know yeah uh you know not knock over his garbage can or something. But he's not gonna go out of his way looking for him. But, um, just you know, just Jay doing everything on these grand scales and Nas really being really right underneath the, um, that, like, right underneath the radar, doing it, like, doing it the way he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether you, however you feel about the album, I think it's safe to say that with this new deal, this new distribution deal, I mean, we're going to hear it some Nas right. much sooner than we have, you yeah. know, um, because he's the flagship he artist. Has to flag- yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. has to jumpstart. Right. I mean, they've been reco- they, they've been releasing music, mm-hmm. but now with this distribution deal, right. you know, I, I imagine he, yeah. he, you will hear a lot more from him. Huh. It'll be interesting, though, because historically, I mean, just historically, he hasn't, like, done, like, crazy numbers, but... Um... What's cr- I mean, no, he hasn't done crazy numbers, but he's had. I mean, he's sales, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And and without that middle person, they can do really well for themselves and not have to cut that pie up mm. as m- as many times. Right. So, you know, th- yeah, th- you know, then I don't, I can't imagine they're not going to take a loss. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and you know if he can carry continue to you know develop some other artists, Mm -hmm. you know they'll have a stable of of like artists, artists, and I'll you know I'll always check them out. There's a couple of of cats that I want to listen to a little bit more. One of them actually from here, um, from the city. I don't want to botch his name, so I will wait until do a little research. But yeah, he he signed a couple of young cats. Um, so when I was listening to um, the Jay Z and Beyonce album, I thought somewhere in the middle, I thought to myself, "This is like Watch the Throne with Jay Z and Beyonce. Like all they doing is talking about like what they do and what they have." Um, so I thought it was interesting at the end when they say, "You know, Watch the Throne, Hove and Jesus." I think that's interesting. I just think. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like Justin always talks about, um, he hopes that him and Kanye can resolve whatever the issue is, but it don't seem like they're having like real conversations. Like they just throwing out these one-liners. They, I mean, some. Uh, I don't think that they were ever really friends as close as but you know i i didn't think i I thought that until the rap radar interview um where jay-z was like you know i mean that's my little brother like it felt like when he was talking about him on that interview that they actually did have a relationship i don't buy it (laughs) i I think that i think that jay tolerated kanye because he was so talented 
And Kanye's a bigger star than Jay. And um, there was a point where them working together was more beneficial for, for Jay. Jay. And Jay, I mean, he, he gets rid of people all the time. He is, he's incredible. Now that's type. That's what we need to talk about. Is Have you ever read this book called Empire State of Mind? The it's one about that Jay Z. Oh, I thought that's the. Is that that's not the one that he. No, that's not his. No. Like it's about Jay Z. It's so good. Like okay, I want to reread it. I I want to I want to write that down. I want to wrap this up. Yeah. Um. So what's the question? What what <laughs> did we? Yeah. So what's the question? The question is, uh, there's there are a couple. Okay. Um. I feel like if you were just trying to buy yourself some time, you said that. No, no, there are there are a couple. Okay. I was just thinking of um, how I was gonna phrase the one about mental health. Like, for me, it's how do we come to accept things as being normal, or not normal, but ex- you know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just how do we come to accept things that are different? How can we be more accepting? How 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 do we give uh, others a a seat at the table? I mean, I guess we'll figure that out when we figure out how to get, you know black and brown people at the table (laughs) but you know how do we you know there's never going to be like a perfect balance but how do we continue to let the world know that there's more than white straight men you know what I mean like how do we add color you know to to these uh portraits that that have have been just very boring and even though there's been a lot of stuff behind it that you know what we've the finished product what we've tried to sort of portray in the United States is really been bland and and not very flavorful and we and we got all sorts of cool people cool backgrounds different things interesting people and doing all sorts of stuff and you know how do, how do we become more comfortable with um, ideas that are uh, or people that are aren't like us that's it what's the next question why is Jay-Z coming for Kanye no, <laughs> no I'm joking <laughs> but I want to know yeah I want to know what the thoughts are I, I want to know what Kanye feel mm. I want to know Nice <laughs> but you know what 
Um, Do you think Beyonce has a burner account, burner Twitter account? I don't know what that means. Uh, an account that she uses. That to, is not to, her? Yeah. I never thought about anything like that. I don't, cause, probably because I'm not on Twitter, like, often. But You should get on Twitter more. But, uh, so, when Nas' album didn't drop on time, there was, there's like this photo of him like sitting at a laptop, like a MacBook. It, it's just, it's a picture and it, and it just became this meme where he was like, they're like Nas trying to figure out how to upload his album to the streaming <laughs> like services. So uh-huh. it's like a funny, right? Yeah. Th- you know, ha ha, mm-hmm. right? He's older and, right. you know, the, everyone's waiting on the album, but, you know, maybe he's just like trying to he figure trying it. To, yeah. Like he deleted the masters or something crazy <laughs> like that. Well, then, <coughs> you know, B&J's dropped, like, uh, like out of nowhere, right? And so then there was a new meme that came out that said, it was Nas at the, at the laptop saying, how did they upload their stuff so fast? <laughs> and Beyonce liked it on Twitter. Uh-huh. She's never liked any. That's it was only, her actual okay. right, oh. and it's like a couple like Kevin Durant got caught commenting on some stuff under from his name, right? No, under his name as if it was his burner account. So he was it was actually his account that said Kevin Durant, but he was like going back and forth like talking about Russ. And oh, doing some other stuff. But he w- he thought he was on a different account. He thought he was under <laughs> under his like burner account. You uh-huh. know, like you had like the the burner phone. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. So, people were like, I w- like Beyonce has never liked anything, any tweet. She's never. So it's like, did she have a fake account that she didn't switch and sw- switch back to? I don't know. That's ridiculous. Not that, not not as ridiculous, but it's like. I mean, I guess the I commi- guess she could. The NBA commissioner says he has an account that he uses <laughs> I mean, that, you know, yeah. just to kind of see what's going on. Maybe she does. I mean, but I'm so, sure. Like, so, but why did she like the Why did she like the picture? She, did she just think it was funny? Maybe she just thought it she was just funny. She thought like, of all the years she's been on Twitter, she, like every once in a while she'll do something on Twitter, and they'll be like, "This is the first time Beyonce has done blah 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 on Twitter," and I'm like, "Okay." Well, she's never liked a tweet though. Okay. A couple years ago, she never posted a tweet, and it was a big thing. Well, it's it was interesting. Yeah, that no. she liked it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's interesting. I don't know her. Like, I don't well, know. Like, just, yeah, you, well, you you don't. Have, I'm just for saying. me. I mean, like, if I were to like to me, if I was Beyonce, would I have an account that I just go troll people on with? Like, would you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we so. out. <laughs>